Hello, and welcome to the Digital Workspace Works podcast. I'm Ryan Purvis, your host, supported by our producer Heather Bicknell. In this series, you'll hear stories and opinions from experts in the field, stories from the front lines, the problems they face and how they solve them, the areas they're focused on from technology, people and processes, to the approaches they took that will help you to get to the scripts for the digital workspace inner workings. Hey Heather, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I swear I thought it was Wednesday. I'm ready to relive Wednesday. I could use another day. That's funny. One of my friends was saying that last night. He thought he was hoping it was Monday again because he needed two more days this week. I'm glad there are there are a legion of us. <laughs> how are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. All good. All good. I am. Um, yeah, I was just busy. My wife's been sick, so it's, I've been doing a lot more stuff. So that's uh, a lot more household stuff. Um, and it's amazing how it affects your day when you're just doing washing and cleaning and picking the kids up from school, dropping them off. Um, so I've been doing a few 4 a.m. working sessions just to keep up with the work I've got to do. Are they still um, – are you still waking up because of your daughter or are you starting to uh, set alarms too? Uh, no, I'm still waking up based on her. Uh, but she's but it's it's almost become a trained thing for me now. So like two o'clock in the morning, I wake up and I go check on them, and then I go sit downstairs, and then I wait, and then then she cries, and then I you know sort of debate: do I go and check or do I wait? And then I sort of see. Sometimes I have to go, sometimes I don't. Um, but then I need my afternoon nap because it's it does it does wear you out a bit. Yeah, you can only uh, not sleep so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we, we were cut off on, on Tuesday. I had to deal with something quickly. Um, I can't remember what we were discussing, to be quite honest. I think uh, we talked a little, I was talking a little bit about preparing for my upcoming trip to to Ireland. Oh, yes. Um, I don't remember if we got, got stuck into a tech topic yet. Uh, I don't think we did, no. Cool. Anything uh, you sent me a, a quite a nice uh, TikTok video around uh, Canva, uh, which I was quite impressed with. Um, do you want to start with that one? Sure. Yeah, this one um, surprised me. So I guess first thing, I did join TikTok a couple months back. I caved, and uh, <laughs> I guess my recommendation is if you haven't got on the platform yet, don't because it is you know it is just another addictive social media platform but again it's like i think one of those things you um i'm definitely on you know tech talk so now it just feels informative right i'm getting the latest news i'm like you know i'm following like people who do customer success or like you know chief product officers and it gives you like a window into what their working lives are like and i don't know maybe that's like um you know so into this stuff that uh that's what my TikTok feed looks like. But anyway, those people are on TikTok. So that's fun to learn. But this TikTok was um, this guy, I think on the venture scene, talking about a huge release that Canva did. So if you don't know Canva, they're a graphic design company, sort of a um, competitor to Adobe. But what they specialize in is really easy to use graphics so it's it's more um 
pre-made and you uh, templates so you can put it together and it's something that a lot of uh, social media managers will pull from if they don't have a graphic designer, right? That's kind of one of the um, things that's meant to help you with, but they released a whole other range of products on the same day. And I think that's what is really one sort of remarkable, but also interesting from a strategy perspective. Like, I'm like, what, what are they? Why really? Um, I think one of them was a Squarespace competitor, right? Like, uh, have your website on Canva. Um, it's about a few days. Do you remember what the other it, major it, to, be, to be honest, it was such a long list. Um, yeah. I couldn't believe. So, I, so, so Canva, from my experience, uh, was just a place to go and do a quick graphic. Yeah. Uh, if you go look at my LinkedIn profile, that's a Canva banner that I did. It took me all of 15 minutes. And, and that came mm-hmm. on recommendation from a guy at Virtual Non-Execs. Where he said, "Well, you've, if you, if you know, he did like a, he does like a thirty-minute crash course on your social media profile, and he showed me how to do it. And I was like, oh, this is really cool.' And, and my wife uses it um, as well whenever we do like a birthday party or something like that. Like that. Yeah. So that was really that kind of tool. It was almost a, a, an easy-to-use designer, self-service designer tool. Um, and if you look at some of the stuff on LinkedIn now, a lot of people are are doing." Um, their, their blog posts, as, instead of being a long blog post, they're doing like multiple slides as pictures mm-hmm. and you can sort of slide through them. I've seen a couple of Canva templates for that now as well. So it's really that kind of, you know, visual augmentation tool. Um, but where this where this got interesting is they've they added all these other products and it's almost like a just, just switch them on. Uh, so they have a web hosting solution now. Um, there was the... Uh, there was some sort of um, image generation thing. You type some text and it generates an image for you. Um, oh, yeah, the AI. I totally forgot about that. They added the, like, AI design stuff that's been coming out just as a. Yeah, like, just, just switch it on. So, I mean, I haven't played with any of these things yet. Um, mm-hmm. Why I thought it was, it was interesting was because I think a week before, Adobe bought Figma. Yeah. And Figma, you know, is, is, a, is a great tool that, you know, if you, if you watch a lot of YouTube videos of, of people that, that do design work, they will often use Figma. Um, and when we did our, our rebuild or redesign of our UI for, for Hilo, we used Figma. Um, and it's, 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 okay, it's, not a, it's not a completely easy tool to use. On the get-go, you need a little bit of time to get your head around how it works. But once you know how it works, it's, it is an easy tool to use. Um, and them going to to Adobe and they went for a really big number, um, which also I, I, I just can't fathom how they got to that number. Um, the concern is that that really cool tool, will it be a really cool tool still? Will it still be the, you know, you, you could get away with using it for free for pretty much anything you were doing for a while. Um, in fact, I know a few people that that use only the free version and they they run a very good very good business out of it. Um, well, that still exists because now it's gone to Adobe. Adobe will want to get you onto a subscription or, or sell something to you um, to pay for the, whatever they spent on the business. I mean, it, it was I can't remember what the numbers were, but they were really big numbers. Uh, I mean, in the hundreds of millions, uh, if not a billion or something. Um, and Canva just releasing their product at the same time kind of went, well, that's cool, but here's what we've got for you, and this is a full suite of things. Now, pricing-wise, um, I don't think it matters because if you need those tools, I think the value is there. 
Um, even if you, you know, we use Canva, as I say, once in a while, we might spend $12 on it. You know, that's not a lot of money. Um, you know, and you don't need to buy a license typically. You just need to use it for, for whatever you're doing. And I, from what I could remember reading on their website, they haven't changed their pricing model. Uh, obviously, this, you know, these things are always subject to change. Um, but it's just, it's just crazy how at this, this point in time, these two things have happened. And it's almost, it's almost positioned Canva in a great place because for the people that are unhappy about the Figma acquisition, they're like, where do you go? Oh, we go to Canva because Canva's got most of that stuff anyway. Because they have the, they had a prototyping tool as well. Yeah, I think, I guess one thing, sorry, I've been looking up the details here so we can add them in. Uh, Figma acquisition, 20 billion, which, yeah, that's, uh, that is a big number. Um, I would argue that almost, you know, the existence of, like Adobe's been the undisrupted giant in the graphics space. So just, but, but, okay, so they did that acquisition. Now, if you go look Mm -hmm. at, at the pricing model, so they're they're free forever, um, tier is still there, still the same. Your professional is $12 per month. Um, and then your Figma organization is $45 per editor that's you're gonna to have to sell a lot to make back 20 billion um on those figures now if you go and compare that to the adobe pricing which to be fair i mean adobe got a lot of pro- a lot of products and 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 uh um the creative cloud which is yeah the creative cloud what they call it mm-hmm. uh you know would you bundle this in i mean we don't have to we don't know what their strategy would be but they but you've got the photo, graphic design, video, illustration, UI, UX, and social media categories. Um, you know, the pricing on this stuff, uh, you're looking at 22 for, for the business for Adobe Acrobat. Um, I can't find actually the pricing for the other stuff. So I think you'd almost have to speak to a consultant to get the pricing. Um, and if that's the case, you are not going to have high adoption because people don't really want to talk to people to buy something they were buying online before. Um, oh, there we go. Now I found pricing. So your your illustrator is is sixteen pounds a month. So that's not too much different then. Um, but it's, well, it's a sweet, yeah. But it's a sweet, yeah, and it and it just makes you wonder, like how how are they going to? Maybe it's a case of buying market share. Maybe it's got nothing to do with with the product. I think it's protective. Um, and I think it's because of companies like Canva and Figma that Adobe has to think that way. And, and you know, how do they snuff out some of that competition? Maybe just yeah. through acquisition. Yeah. So, so you're, you're going through the, um, the the list of Canva stuff. Yeah, I found it. Did you find it? I know. Um, so it's Canva Docs. Canva websites, Canva whiteboards, and data visualization. Oh, that was the other one, data visualization, yeah. So it's interesting because it's it's more of a it's um, they're doing it differently. It's not it's not all graphic design, it's more of a workplace suite or like a small, maybe even like a small business play. Um, you know, if you don't need everything in uh, 
you know, all the bells and whistles of a full graphic design editor, if you don't need um, all the bells and whistles of, you know, uh, Office 365 for your document editing. Um, like, I mean, I'm saying this, I don't know how, you know, good Canva Docs is and whatnot, but um, you could buy maybe this package for your small, medium business. That might be where this fits in. Well, well, I, well I think it's definitely bridging that gap for the small business owner that doesn't want to go get a design company or a designer to do yeah. um i mean you can just watch the the, the 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 adverts on the front page the imitate the 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 um what do you call it the uh animations of how you build a flyer or how you build a um do your do your branding and your marketing proposal because once you've written your document in word and you've um yeah, you can only, you can go so, only so far with with word templates and and themes and that sort of stuff, and and a lot of that stuff is very very wonky anyway. Um, but to make it look really professional, if you can import this into a tool that's graphically centered, which is what this is, you could really buff it up by yourself. Um, now, whether you want to spend your time doing that, that's a, that's a different question. Uh, but maybe it's enough for the for the volume of of a, of a small business. Yeah. And then you have all your design assets centralized so you can put them in your docs, put them on your website, obviously download them in all the formats they that Canva has offered historically. I think the whiteboards is interesting because that gets more into the collaboration. So that's like a Miro competitor. Yeah, well, I mean, Figma has a, has a, has Fig Jam, which is the whiteboard thing, and I, but I think it comes back to to yeah, collaborative discussion where you need to um, share your you know, design your idea, and you, maybe you are working with a designer or someone that in your team that's a bit more design skilled, and you just want to put together the concept and let them go and play, spend their time building the Canva template for you. Um, I mean, if they if they're already empowering it with AI for the for the image generation, it wouldn't be long before you could do a whiteboard um, concept and have that have the AI interpret that and deliver something. I mean, how long is is obviously going to be relative to how complicated it is, but you know, feasible, feasible in, in any time soon. Mm-hmm. Well, the I guess the interesting thing about the AI piece is something that you know Canva doesn't. Canva, one thing Canva can't give you is artistic skill to create original graphics, right? You might still need to hire someone who, you know, has that skill, but if you can create what is a non, what is an original piece, right? I don't, I don't know, I guess how copyright applies to any of the AI generated art, but I think it's, you know, uh, yeah, that, that's an interesting separate discussion. But if you create that original piece just by, you know, typing in your keywords and design notes and the AI generator spits out some art for you to use and you, you use that on your website or your graphics, you cut out the need for a specialist in that case to be paying to do that work. Yeah, and, and you'd probably assume that they've got enough volume through the canvas site that they're buying, they are paying a license fee somewhere to someone. Um, so, so it's not a complete loss for, for those involved, but uh, in, in general, 
um, you can see that the, the advantage there was a um, I'm just trying to find the the name of it there was actually an AI uh, service that was being uh, provided in beta um, which I've, I have signed up for to, to, to get access to where you could type a sentence and the AI would generate the picture for you and I cannot remember what it was called um, but that yeah there are a few I want to say one is like cram AI. I could be making that up. But yeah, I've, I've used a few and they, they're a bit uh, surrealist in their interpretations, right? Like the AI can do some funky things. It's not like you're getting a perfect graph, like a perfectly generated image. Um, but they are really interesting. Yeah. So it's so from the, yeah, so I found it's open, the openai.com website it's called uh doll dal d-a-l-a minute yeah two that's that's the one that, that we were talking about in this group um and i'm wondering if they're not using something like that to because you wouldn't want to build your own necessarily you would want to have um a service that's already been doing what it needs to do yeah i think they did integrate with an existing existing one rather than build their own but yeah still very interesting um just I, I well i guess the other thing i wanted to touch on what do you think about the strategy of launching this all at once i mean they're launching it as a work suite so i guess that that makes sense but it is still it's a lot to um you know companies don't typically roll out that many products at once so i guess i was impressed wonder how long it's been behind the scenes working yeah i i um i found it a pleasant surprise mm-hmm. uh, and and the reason why i find it a pleasant surprise is you know a lot of the projects and products that i've worked in we always do incremental improvements and we always um you know release often release regularly yeah um and often pushing out new features, new functionality, you, you're not doing it necessarily all at once because you want to make sure there's adoption and you want to and you want to um, not overwhelm your end user. Uh, but often that means you, you're just too slow to get things out sometimes. And it's refreshing in the sense that they just turn these things on. They've probably been there for ages in some respects um, to a to a small beat of. That's using it, but it's just nice to just someone responds to the market and say, "Well, actually, we've got all this stuff. Here it is. Here's everything we've got. This is this is all the stuff in in the larder. We're going to give it to you so you can use it. Um, and maybe it's not all polished and all ready, but it's pro- it must be in a good enough state to share. Uh, and I think that's a, that's that's a big message to the market that they're they're serious. It's a serious platform. Um, mm-hmm. And I've I've never heard anyone say a bad thing about Canva." which is interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it uh, the original concept filled a gap that people, like a frustration that so many people have experienced, right? Like I just saw, I want to make, you know, my own LinkedIn page and I, where do I go to make a banner without, like I don't have graphic design skills or I don't want to pay for something like an Adobe subscription, right? That, you know, I have to figure out how I can cancel, which they make really difficult to do, so. Yeah, I think it's a good it's a good tool for that kind of thing. 
and it'd be interesting to see how they continue to expand this work suite. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been playing with Crayon while we've been talking. The only thing that I, I um, it's not an issue, but my expectation is probably different. So what I was expecting is a brand new image for what I typed. But what I'm getting more is 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 reused images. Um, now, the, the reason why I, I have an issue with it is it, well, it is I've always I've always wanted to be able to type, you know, type a sentence or a paragraph, or even write a story, for example, like like the stories I make up for my kids and have that character generated um, almost to what my imagination has. Um, Oh, that's interesting. So, so I added the word comic to my – so I, what I'm looking for – I don't want to give this away because it, it's something that I'm working on for my son. Um, but I added the word comic to the phrase that I wrote, and I got a completely different skew on what I was looking for. Um, it's actually it's actually quite cool. Um, I'm going to take all, the, all I just said back because it kind of has hit my – it hit the imagination button now. I can actually find – so I was looking for a specific type of – character and there's actually out of the nine images i've got i could use one of them mm, yeah so that no, is pretty- it's it's fun to play around with for sure that's pretty cool no this yeah i could, I could definitely waste some time on this <laughs> yeah I, I definitely have and sometimes the engine is slow to turn on an image so you're just you know waiting there um well, yeah i don't need to go but it's, it's amazing yeah. that like i've typed in this phrase it says it'll take up to two minutes and just that alone, just having, just typing a sentence and getting a couple image ideas in two minutes, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it's not that long to wait for something like that. This is kind of incredible. I, I mean, I, I've got a very good designer friend who I'll ask for an idea on something and she might take a week to come back to me. Um, so just having it in two minutes and you spend an hour, not even an hour, you spend 10 minutes, that's five variations. Yeah. Brilliant. Cool. Well, thanks. I know you're going to run, um, but good to catch up. Yeah. Good talking. So fun. Alrighty. Cheers. Bye. Good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Heather Bicknell is our producer and editor. Thank you, Heather, for your hard work on this episode. Please subscribe to the series and rate us on iTunes or the Google Play Store. Follow us on Twitter at the DWW Podcast. The show notes and transcripts will be available on the website, www.digitalworkspace.works. Please also visit our website, www.digitalworkspace.works, and subscribe to our newsletter. And lastly, if you found this episode useful, please share with your friends or colleagues.